the shit off me. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Hi, TYP fam. How are we doing today? Now, I promised you guys a Q&A session, and here I am delivering on that promise, as always. Now, please don't get used to me on video. I'm not sure how long I'll keep this going up for. But, as promised, I'm delivering the Q&A live and direct. And I promise to answer all questions that I got or that we got, depending on who you think was being asked the question. Anyway, I'm just going to go straight right into it. No no meandra commentary or anything like that. Nothing like that. The first question was, who's your favorite podcast guest so far? Don't lie. <laughs> Not a good start. I mean, we've had like over, what, 20, 30 guests on the podcast since day one. It's hard for me to pick a favorite. I think it's very hard. And it's almost even unfair to pick a favorite because they've all been great in their own way. And I know that's not the answer you want to hear, but... It's a hard question. Like, how do I pick a favorite guest? I can pick Toby if that counts. Um, I'm sure he's going to be blushing saying this right now, but it's very hard to pick a favorite guest. I think everyone has been great across all seasons. And I think even our guests as well, like, I've not always known everyone. Some have been friends I've known for time. Some have been acquaintances. Some have been strangers at the point where they came on. So um, this is a very tough start to this Q&A. Um, so I'm sorry. I don't have a favorite guest. I think they've all been amazing. And yeah, um, well, maybe you guys should tell me like who's been your favorite guest on the podcast in recent times or till since since we began. Let me know in the comments or somewhere on the Instagram. One friend you're thankful for? Ah, obviously many friends, um, for sure. Um, but I think one I'm one I'm thankful for in particular in the last um few weeks what I'm dealing with privately ever here is a uh, a friend called Ruby. She knows herself. Um, shout out to Ruby. A true friend i'm thankful for her in my life question three ever had a threesome um um i mean i saw this before i'm not surprised i'm not seeing it for the first time i saw this question before i, <laughs> I mean i know they say all good things happen in threes but nah um not for any particular reason um the answer is no never had a threesome my mom watches this thing so i'm just gonna keep it short over there Hello. <laughs> All right. So I'm interrupting your regularly scheduled, I guess, programming to add comments at questions or on questions that I feel are interesting. So this threesome question, right? Um, pretty random, pretty random, pretty random. Like I'm now curious, obviously we made it anonymous. So I'm curious kind of like who asked it. But anyways, um, Wally and his like dad jokes. Like I feel like Wally has... I don't know, for whatever reason, his dad jokes are just on another level, which is quite annoying. But anyways, um, I'm going to be doing this for, you hear my voice once in a while. Um, so Wally did this recording all on his own, but maybe some questions I'll dive in and, and see. Um, but yeah, that comment about his mom listening. Our moms actually follow the podcast, which is interesting. Um, whenever we see their comments on like Instagram posts, we're kind of like screeching a bit. But anyways, I think it's good. Um, it's nice to have the family all, you know, join. I guess. But anyways, okay, let me let you get back to all these questions. See ya. Four. Who are you trying to vote for in 2024? I'm not sure this references Nigerian elections or American elections. Because Nigeria's elections is next year, I believe, 2023. 24 should probably be the US. And with US elections, I'm not sure I give that much... I'm not sure I care too much. Let me just say that word. Um... The U.S. will do what the U.S. always does. I don't really care too much about the politics. They 
quite 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 a pretentious um system they have going on over there so um I don't really pay that too much attention. But good luck to you, US people, whoever you decide, um, Democrats or Republicans. Um, I'm guessing Biden, yeah, I, I want to, I'm curious to see what's going to happen from an, as a neutral perspective, see what's going to happen with the Democrat Party. Um, I mean, it's going to be shocking if Biden goes again. Um, but definitely not Kamala Harris because I don't think, I think they know she's not going to win votes. Also, I want to see Trump going to come back again. So, like, it's a bit of, bit of a certainty still. Um, I'm recording this on the 5th, 5th of October, so tomorrow things may change. Who knows? Um, but yeah, US elections, good luck. Who is my best friend? Um, bah, ah, I, I, uh, I feel like I, want to be, I don't want to give cliche answers to this um, Q&A. Oh, by the way, part of my voice, I have a cold right now, so if I'm sounding a bit weird, I just have a cold. Uh, crazy. But yeah, who's my best friend? Um... I don't think I, I mean, I have very, very good friends, friends I've known for time, friends especially in my heart. So I think, I think the question is like, who, who am I, who am I most thankful for? Who do I love the most? Or who's my best friend is a, they always had questions. Um, I can make a list of like my, my top friends um, around the world. Um, obviously, Toby's in there for sure. Um, actually, I'm not going to make a list because if I leave out anybody, <laughs> it's gonna be so weird, but I mean, I have some friends I consider very dear to my heart. Um, both male and female, and you know, I think a number of them are in the US. A number of them are here. A number of them are in Nigeria. So I quite around the world. Um, so I think yeah. So maybe that's why it's also hard because you don't see me with somebody every time. So it's hard to pinpoint who is this guy with. With um, but when you have friends around the world like myself, you kind of make it hard to answer the question of who is your best friend. Yeah, so I sort of like feel Wally's struggle here as well because I also find it difficult to answer like best friend questions um, or like any superlative questions. I think I find them a bit tough. Like even when I am talking to someone, maybe when not talking stage, but just, you know, making conversation with someone, whenever I want to find out something that they really like, instead of giving like superlative questions, I kind of like ask them to mention their top five in any other. Like, so I think that way it gives a bit more flexibility. Um, I feel like choosing and making people choose one thing for stuff is just, I don't know, it's an unnecessary question. But anyways, I get why Wally struggled. Um, but my name entered there. So to share to anybody's name who didn't even get mentioned. So yeah, you know, just kidding, but still. <laughs> anyways, um, I'll let you get on with Wally's questions. Bye. Four, what does the weekend look like? Or oh, question five, what does your weekend look like typically? Um, quite varied to be honest. I think in the season of my PhD was depend depended on the season. Um, so some of it might include work, podcasts mostly on Saturdays. Um, some of it will include grocery shopping. Some of it might include making a trip down south, the UK. Some of it might include just sitting at home watching boxing or football and just chilling. I'm very big on um enjoying my own time as well. So my Weekend very very a lot in terms of how they look like. Some sometimes even off peak season. So now that I'm done with the PhD, it's been more of okay looking for planning planning how to move and moving out from from where I currently stay, etc. So weekends right now I don't have a routine, but one thing that's always constant in my weekends is always like podcasts, sports, um, maybe groceries and maybe going out with friends, something like that, something in between, but in no particular order. What's the worst pickup pick line you've ever heard? 
feel like if I was a woman, this would be a better. I have much more to draw on to answer this question. Uh, um, <laughs> I think thankfully I've not been exposed to too many pickup lines from women. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, <laughs> why is he saying thankfully? Oh my god! I wish I was there when he was recording this. My guy said thankfully. <laughs> thankfully that he's not been what picked up by women. Um, okay, I just I don't know. Let me let him finish first. <laughs> I'm guessing. Okay, first of all, I don't think I don't think I've ever been exposed to women trying to pick me up. Um, I think the one time that I've, I've experienced those kind of things, I've been like in parties, like clubs or whatever, where some random person comes up to you and start chatting stuff, but you're just like, nah, who is this? Um, but from a guy's perspective, I don't know. I, I've had quite a few that that I'm like, you know, do guys still say this? You know, do people actually say this to girls? Um, I've heard like girls tell me things that guys have said. You know, some things ranging from like, do you want to come over with me tonight? On just meeting them on the first time, or some things ranging from like. Some like the most Nick Cannon pickup lines you ever hear, things like that. So, um, obviously, as a guy, we don't hear that as much, but I'm sure ladies can tell you much more stories. Maybe ladies should tell us in the comments there was pickup line that they've been told by fellow guys. Yeah, let me see. Um, so I feel like I'm on dating apps quite not quite a bit, but once in a while I pop in there. Um, and obviously because Bumble. Bumble, if you guys know, if you match, the girl kind of like has to be the first to message. And so um, I've been exposed to some, honestly, I, I've said this on multiple, multiple episodes, a lot of women do not have game and it's not their fault, but obviously you don't, when you don't have to do it, you don't ha- kind of like have to build those skills. But um, I think, I don't know, the worst ones are the ones where you can tell that the person is sort of like picking out of a book somewhere because there's just no context to the conversation. Like, obviously, a pickup line is the first thing you say to someone, but if it just feels out of place, it's just weird. But one that I like to use, not like to use, but I've said this before, and again, I'm not too shy to say this, but anyways, on on, on dating apps a lot of times, if I'm the first to message, um, I usually just go with a very default one of, oh, you can stop swiping now. So it's, you know, lightweight. It's just, you know, funny. Not funny. Like it's, I don't know. It's witty is what I would say. And it doesn't require any context because the person is swiping. I'm just telling them to stop. Right. Um, and yeah. But like in person, I'm, I don't use pickup lines in person. Um, maybe I just tell, like I might walk up to someone and try to make them laugh or something or just use what's around to make a comment. But like walk up to someone and deliberately be trying to sort of quote unquote pick them up. Um, not my style. Not not my style. I yeah. I'm more like no. I, I was gonna say something else, but I'll leave that. All right, back to Wally. Ciao ciao. So next question. What's last girl? What's last girl you texted? Uh, um, I'm just gonna check my WhatsApp. Uh, last girl I texted was was actually uh, on my on my on my WhatsApp. Going by my WhatsApp is Yemi, and yeah, I said her for something. So that's your answer on that. Um, but if you mean like texted as in like talking to texted, that's not happening with me right now. But if you mean like texted literally, then yeah, it's that. 
um does anybody else want to like conk Wale in the head because i do right because obviously the question was in a certain direction but this guy opens his whatsapp and you know goes to head to check who literally texted him last anyways um as he said he's not in he's not talking to anybody like that right now um um and well we'll leave it as that but anyways yeah (laughs) i don't even know why i decided to comment on this one but anyways um just to say i rolled my eyes in case you did when he opened up his whatsapp i was literally looking for the last person that actually he texted um he does things like that anyways moving on next question out of curiosity where did the idea of yellow peel slash when convos come from and whose idea was it? I love this question. Very, very nice. I mean, they've all been nice so far, but I like this one as well. Uh, so, obviously, 20s Convos began organically, which we've said a billion times on the podcast, maybe. Um, began during lockdown, out of nowhere. It was not a plan. It just happened through Instagram Lives. Actually, you know what? I'm going to make a separate video on this, right, on this question, so that I can do a deep dive into the yellow pill, what it means, what it stands for, where it comes from, and why the idea, the name is not random. And then maybe in that video, I can do it much more justice, this question. All right, so let's, let's I'm going to save this question for another video, right? Because obviously it's a very deep and relevant question um, for our audience, of course. Next, what's your ideal woman? What's your ideal woman? Characteristics and looks. Uh, uh, I mean, this is a nice if someone was married at this point. If I was married, I'd just say, oh, my wife, but I'm not, thank- I'm not thankfully, but I'm not, sadly. Not sadly, I- either way. Ignore the adverbs in that I'm not. Um, ideal woman. I don't know, to be honest, because like I get asked the question a lot, and I think when you look at your history, I some people might find um, correlations or similarities. I don't particularly have similarities, so I don't think I have a particular looks type, um, at least. Um, I think what I'm trying to do, my, this might sound cliche or cringe. I'm sorry if it sounds cringe, but it is what it is. I just try and become, I'm, I'm trying, to, I just try to go through life and be the best person I can be so that if the right person comes my, my way, um, at a higher chance of snapping them up, right? Uh, I mean, there's definitely things I do not look for in women, um, or I don't particularly draw myself into, and that typically comes from the mind, um, the mind of the person and how they think and the things they consume and how they view the world. Um, and those are the things that kind of um, almost intrigue me mostly. Um, looks... Looks always fade, in it? Um, so you can't really... I mean, attraction should be should be there, but I think once you're my age, you know that there's many women you can meet who are equally attractive, but you know them for quite a while, and then you realize that actually there isn't much of sustained interest beyond the attraction. Um, so yeah, I don't think attraction is, a, is never a good barometer. And this is not just my saying. This is like every saying out there, every YouTube video out there. Um, but yeah, I think... Um, I, I I look more on characteristics, of course. Um, it's always nice to have somebody with a growth mindset, somebody who who likes to um talk and talk about things. Um, communication, hundred percent important. Uh, someone's also family oriented as well. Um, because 
you know, you want to have somebody who can complement some of the things you lack in, in a sense. So, but of course, the mind is very important to me, and in, in terms of somebody who can inspire you to think better as well, um, that's very very important. You know, so yeah, um, my my thought to that basically is I try to be better by myself. I'm still thinking about the ideal person, um, but that has been better physically, better mentally, better in terms of how I think about the world, just be more advanced and imagine who I want to be for a little mini me in the future. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, okay, I don't mean to be rude, but... <laughs> so, okay, Wale and I have had this debate about who deeps things too much. Um, and I don't know, because on the last episode, I sort of like agreed that okay maybe i dip things more than he does but honestly i feel like for some of these questions i would have given the people what they wanted in terms of you know what's your type and i get like honestly i was waiting for him to just stop talking because yes 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 you know you know beauty is skin deep or whatever and all of those things but obviously obviously there's still i guess maybe for him looking back through the people that he's been with maybe there isn't any like common trend physically um i on the other hand I've gone a step further. I will not divulge the information over this conversation because I think we, I did do that on another, another like episode. But I actually have have had have a list of like physical attributes that I tend to lean towards. Now it's not a do or die affair. It's just like things that I've noticed that I find attractive, right? And there's a list for that. But because I knew I was like, when there's a list, you kind of like mentally lean in that direction a lot of times so i created a, another list that i call the not physical list right so i have both a physical list and a not physical list so my people if you asked me the question i would have maybe propped out the list and read a few things out there but you did not ask me you asked wally sort of so i will leave you guys thinking and maybe you ask me directly so maybe there's a follow-up session where you actually ask me some of these questions but i'm not going to say anything now just going to say that wally refuses to give the people what they want and he does this a lot he does this a lot especially when it comes to like conversations around love women or relationships or emotions he's always a sly guy does anybody else agree with me i'm talking to myself here but you know you guys get the points um if you listen to this and you agree with me, just maybe post something on our stories or send a DM that you're saying that says you agree with me, just so that Wale knows. Cause he's not gonna listen to this until he goes live, I think. And so yeah, Wale, hi. Um, sorry for throwing you under the bus, but you know, it's all love, mate. It's all love. All right, let me let him get back to it. Bye. Okay, uh next question. Would you encourage anyone to get into academia? So I'm not in business of encouraging people to do X or Y. I'm not somebody who say, oh, go do this, go do that. I think everyone's life is so ridiculously subjective that I can't encourage you to do something except I've known you for quite a minute. So I can't encourage anyone to get into academia. What I can say is you have to know what it is you are going into before you think about whether you can hack it or not. And academia is a brilliant space because... You are part of the few people in the world who are making the world move forward, literally. Everything you see on Instagram, on Twitter about people, about, you know, just advice and commentary on different social issues. A lot of things are just people's sayings, but academics doing the real hard work of empirical um, empirical advancement. That's, that's, that's where the real work is. You know, everything you see around you, everything in our world right now is based on someone's academic en endeavor, you know, whether it's about your open, open, open office plan, 
whether it's about the Fuji, whether it's about vaccines, whether it's about anything, you know, academics drive the world forward. But know that it's, it could be a very, very... Um, sometimes the rewards do not match the effort you bring into it. But like, depending on what field you're in, business or sciences, social or sciences, um, sometimes the reward doesn't bring the, the benefits. I mean, the world doesn't match the effort, rather. But also, it depends on what country you are, because the UK and the US have different systems of academia. So I think you want to know as much as you can about it, about, about the field first, before you can think about going into it. If you enjoy research, it might be for you. If you enjoy working independently, it might be for you. If you enjoy critical, intellectual discussions on a very abstract level, it might be for you. If you're not, if if you're if you're not a fan of opinion-based conclusions in terms of things you're curious about, it might be for you. And if you're a fan of teaching and passing knowledge, then there you go. It might just be for you. Next question: Is there racism in academia? Have you ever dealt with it, and how? So in this question, I see where it's coming from. Um, so the first thing I'll ask you is academia exists not in a vacuum, it exists in a in a world, in a society, right? It's a it's a it's a field of discipline, it's a profession, it's a it's an industry, whatever you want to call it, that exists inside something. And if what it exists in has some attributes or flowerings of racial tension or racism, then it might not be a big guess to think some of that will seep, seep through into the academic space, right? So my thought to that is, if we live in a world where this exists, then there's a high chance it exists also in that um, field as well. So academia is not a special place where that is that is um, detached from all the other social issues that the world faces. Is it present there as well? Have I dealt with it? To my, to my obvious knowledge, keyword, to my obvious knowledge, no. Um, maybe this is where people talk about covert and overt racism. To my obvious knowledge, no. Um, it's possible it's happened. I probably have not picked it up. Um, but I've heard stories, of course, um, of t- different colleagues that have had maybe much more um, overt experiences of racism in academia. But again, in work, in, in the shops, in bar online it's, it's the humanities um, syndrome so i don't think it's a academia thing it's a humanity thing and it is kind of what it is in that aspect okay next question um <laughs> oh my god i can't laugh <clears throat> yo stop leaving me on red that's the that's the point um I know this is, but I'm sorry, leaving you on red. Uh, I'm trying to change. Um, I'm sorry. I would improve my texting game. All right. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Really sorry. Uh, yeah. When does next season start of twenty of Yellow Peel podcast? Next season. I think we'll probably start in uh, maybe this month and, and maybe like end of the month, hopefully. Um, that's October. Currently, I'm moving and going through a lot of life changes now, so things are a bit bleak. Um, behind this camera is a mess you don't want to see, so I'm currently moving and up and down. So 
um, hopefully this month at the end, if not early October, I mean early November. But we'll let you guys know um, in the meantime. But always, there's always content that we drop every Monday, regardless of the season. And I think even though that's not always a fun, long-packed, um, topical discussion, some of our episodes off-season also have good, good stuff. So please check that out. Don't miss it. Uh, what's next? Are you happy? Oh my God, this is deep. Wow. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm happy. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think... I think I felt doses of relief of hitting your goals in some little spaces. But once you do that, there's a worry that comes up immediately after. So I think for me, it's like where I'm, where I'm right now, I don't think happiness is something that I'm looking to find because I, I don't even know if I'm happy. I don't know whether if I'm happy, I'll even know that I'm happy. But I know that my life is not terrible. I know that I've done some good things, but I know that the ceiling is still very high that I can hit. And that's for me to try and maintain. Whether that is my work, whether that's, whether that's relationships, whether that's family, whether that's um, health the bar is always rising. So I think for me, I just want to keep going through life in terms of trying to find things that are worth suffering for because the suffering is inevitable. I don't mean suffering like living under a bridge suffering, but I mean suffering like going through struggle that I need to go through to to chase what is important to me because even though I've had accomplishments so far, some things will always come up that I can do better. So maybe that's where I should my focus and not put my focus on the idea of happiness because I don't even know if I am or what that means. I know I know what it means when I have negative emotion and positive emotion. But in the question, the way this is the way this has been asked, I think I can't really say if I'm oh yeah I'm happy right now in life or I'm not. But I'm not sad either. I think I'm quite pleased with where I've gotten to so far. But I can definitely do more, hundred percent. I like that by the way. Good question. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very, like, when the question came up, um, like, listening to it, uh, me too, I was actually, like, mm, interesting, like, what would my answer to this question be? And I think I would sort of, like, take Wally's position here in the sense that, um, I think when a question is asked the way it's asked, um, it paints happy as maybe a destination, um, that I feel like it's maybe an illusion sometimes. And so, for me, I always picture that as a contentment and complacency conversation like where am i on that tension um you know on that line pretty much and so as as wale you know hinted as well in the middle of life there are things that you can be grateful for um that you find joy in that you find peace in uh but there are also things in that same world that remind you of things yet to come and things that you're aiming for um so i think peace is a is a better way to maybe describe it? I don't know. Maybe we're deepening things too much. But honestly, if I was asked that question, am I happy? My default answer might be, oh, yes, I'm happy. But I would only say that to get the person off my back, not because I've really like thought about it and I'm like, oh, yes, I'm happy. Right. Um, um, in that sense. So I think, yeah, um, I'm grateful for life. If I was going to answer the question, I think gratitude is where I'll put it. It's like, I think I'm grateful for the life that I have. Um, and I am hopeful for the better things to come is what I would say. Right. Um, 
But yeah, how would you guys answer the question? Like, if somebody asked you if you were happy, like, what would your response be? Like, what would be the first thing that comes to your mind to evaluate if you're happy or not? I think that would then put you in a direction. Like, if if I guess your barometer for happiness was in the things that you have, maybe it would be easier to answer the question. But if you're the kind of person that thinks a bit more than stuff, um, I think it might be tricky to answer that question of happiness. Joy, on the other hand, is a bit different, I like to think. Um, but yeah, anyways, let's let Wally get back to the questions. Uh, do you feel accomplished? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. I'm not done yet. I think I'm just starting, actually. I think I need to wake up even more. Um, yeah, I'm definitely, I don't feel accomplished at all. Um, I still think there's more to do. I think, I think, I, I don't think I'm doing as much as I actually even can with my skills and what i think about every day um so i definitely want to push more so thanks for this question actually it's made me even realize that the end is not here yet you know the journey still continues so no i don't feel accomplished but i don't know if i ever will feel that way but i know that there's still time to keep pushing to find out if you know what i mean when are you going on vacation <laughs> Uh, honestly, I, I, I need a break, to be honest. This, this person probably knows me because uh, they know that I've not been away for a long time. Um, I don't know, maybe December. Um, I don't know. I need, I need a break for sure, but I don't know. Vacation, maybe December. Um, things are a bit bleak right now. Um, a lot of changes happening, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, maybe December, we'll see. But if, if if you have ideas for me, uh, let me know as well, and then we can we can organize, you know, organize. <laughs> okay, so I had to pause here because um, I was I did the exact same thing in my head, like after he said the organized thing, and so I don't know if it happened to anybody else who knows the song, but I think that was just a perfect setup for that part to come in. Um, if I had time and if I was feeling freaky out, I've actually like just mixed the soundtrack in there, but. Well, has already done it with his beautiful voice, so let me let him continue. All right, we're getting towards the end of this. See you guys in a bit. Three more to go. Do you ever think about the Do you ever think about having the ability to, to, to la, 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 scratch that? Do you ever think about having the ability to teleport? No, I don't. Um, why do you? And if you do, why? Interesting. I mean, if you can teleport. You can probably go places ASAP. You probably you can probably live life without transport fees. Um, but I'm curious, like when you teleport to places, what, what happens to your clothes? Like, will your clothes like stay the same? Will they get rumpled? Will they tear? Going through time and space in that way, like what happens? I'm curious. But anyway, I don't think about it. And if you do, let me know what you think about um and why you don't have the ability. And where would you go to regularly if you could teleport? Let me know. Um yeah, what's my answer here? Um, if I could teleport, where would I go? I feel like um, it would make long-distance relationships a lot like non-existent in that sense. That's where my mind actually went when <laughs> when someone said teleport. Obviously, you visit interesting places and whatnot. But I think, yeah, um, I think, yeah, I like to be at certain places. I don't necessarily like traveling to certain places. So if the process of teleporting was less painful and less 
whatever as like booking a flight and going that way like yeah sure um i think that would be really nice i would spend time in different places take my bike and you know find interesting places to cycle through and come back home and yeah wondering what tax laws would be like for those that actually teleport um here and there yeah again the practical questions that me and Wally tend to ask <laughs> when it comes to these kinds of things. All right, two more questions like Wally is about to say. Um, two more to go. <laughs> What's your bride price? I want to buy um hat, face, hat, eyes, thingy. Um, none. Uh, <laughs> I have no bride price. Um, I'm flattered. Thank you very much. And um, whoever you are. Um, none. I think if if anyone can put up with my craziness, uh, my mind for as long as you can, then Mazutov. Um, but yeah, thank you. Flatter me too much. You're too kind. Um, but I have no bride price, and I hopefully and hopefully I don't end up having one because that may not be a good sign. Hmm. Whatever that means, not sure. But yeah. Final question. What are your plans this weekend? Well, this weekend I am literally doing a podcast episode. I am house hunting, so I'm going to view a house, an apartment, a flat. Um, and I'm watching football. And I'm watching boxing as well. There's a fight this weekend I can't wait to see. Conor Ben versus Eubank Jr. If you watch boxing, you can't miss that fight. O2 London, very, very big fight. You can't miss it. And yeah, my weekend is done. That's it. Um, but plans might oh I think I'm, I think I'm going for a party on Friday night I'm not sure yet but yeah plans might change before then but those are my plans for the weekend but guys thank you so much for obviously um, all the questions um, the q and I think this has been really really much fun I started by saying don't get used to me being on video but actually that wasn't too bad that wasn't too bad so I might give this another go at some point let me know if you want me to do this again in the future and I'll probably keep it in mind and maybe Toby should jump on this as well and we'll see. But watch out for the video coming up about my my idea and my explanation of the Yellow Peel podcast and what it means and the name behind it. Look out for that in the future. Follow us on Instagram, obviously, which you're doing right now if you're watching. And if you're not following us, give us a follow. Check out our podcast page. Like, rate, and subscribe to that podcast. Yellow Peel is where we feel we contribute in a way. You know, we journal our lives and show how life is not as here or there as people often make it life is somewhere in between you know and if you guys make it happen with us thank you very much guys have a good one take it easy and bye-bye hey there thanks for listening to this off-season episode of the yellow pill we're still on a break but we'll be back in a couple of weeks with new and fresh and exciting content but before then make sure to follow us on instagram at the yellow pill pod and on twitter yellow pill underscore pod to keep up to date with everything else we're putting up until we come back see you next week <laughs>